0: Hey
1: there, everyone. I'm Ashley Billington, and you're watching the Campfire. This week, we're deep diving into 146A. <music> district 146A might arguably be one of the best in the state of Texas. These are the teams that you'll be seeing in this district: Aldine, Davis, Eisenhower, MacArthur, Nimitz, Spring. Spring, Westfield, DeCaney, Eisenhower, MacArthur, holy moly, 14-6-A is stacked. But who do you think will take the district crown? Vote on our Twitter account. It's at IHSS Houston. Now we have a quick trivia question for you. Which of these teams was voted by ESPN the mythical football national champion in 1990? Spring, B. Westfield, C. Aldean, or D. Eisenhower. Okay everyone, I'm not answering that trivia question for you until Saturday. So you need to go to anywhere that you can find The Campfire on our social media platforms. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And let me know what the correct answer is. Also, if you're a podcast person, well, The Campfire comes to you in podcast form. You can listen to it, as well as all of our Inside High School Sports podcast catalog on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Now it's time for the film session presented by your local Geico offices in Cypress, Katy, Spring and Pearland. District fourteen six a is comprised of the five Dean ISD high schools and the three Spring ISD high schools. These eight programs are all familiar with each other as all eight made up District sixteen six a the last two years. Let's start with the three spring schools, all of who made the playoffs last season. Westfield has won four consecutive district championships, and the Mustangs haven't lost a league game since 2015. The Mustangs reached the state semifinals a year ago, and they return a number of key players, including the district's Offensive and Defensive Newcomers of the Year, and quarterback Cardell Williams and defensive lineman A.J. Holmes. Westfield is of course known for its renowned defense and the Mustangs returned five all-district defensive standouts from a unit that only allowed 35 points during seven district games last season. Spring finished second in this league a year ago, and the Lions bring back a number of key weapons from an offense that racked up more than 38 points a game during the regular season last year. Look for the dynamic duo of brothers Alden and Caden Bradley to shine with another year of experience under their belts. Speaking of stars, signal caller, DeCaney's Dalen Williams is the reigning district MVP after racking up 31 total touchdowns as a junior. Williams should have good protection up front as well, with the Wildcats returning a pair of all-district offensive linemen. MacArthur is fresh off its first playoff berth since 2007, and the Generals have plenty of reason for optimism under third-year head coach Wayne Crawford. Matt can build around junior quarterback Rashawn Jackson, who was a second-team all-district standout a year ago. Look for the Generals to compete for a postseason berth once again in 2020. Eisenhower just missed the playoffs after finishing in a three-way tie for third with DeCaney and MacArthur and falling on the short end of the tiebreaker. Ike looks to get over the hump this season, led by District's All-Purpose Player of the Year, Wayman Finley, who was a force at both linebacker and running back for the Eagles. Aldine Davis saw its five-year playoff streak snapped in 2019, but the Falcons hope to turn things around in head coach Scott Joseph's second season at Davis. Just like Davis, Nimitz also went 3-7 a year ago, and the Cougars look to bounce back in 2020. Rounding out the district is Aldine. The Mustangs are in the process of rebuilding after back-to-back one-win seasons. And those special teams? Are made of special players we highlight a few of them from 14 6a and our players on the rise presented by grimaldi's pizzeria decaney quarterback dalen williams will be a senior in the 2020 season williams is a former inside high school sports mvp bobblehead winner and had a great junior year In 2019, he had 1,776 yards passing and 20 passing touchdowns. The Wildcat also added another 8 rushing touchdowns to his stat line last season. Cardell Williams was just a sophomore last season for Westfield. He played in all 15 games for the Mustangs and had over 2,800 passing yards. He completed 151 pass attempts in his first year on varsity and had a total of 32 touchdowns. Look for a big junior season from this rising star. Spring's Alden Bradley found his spot at quarterback for the Lions in the 2019 season. Alden earned a starting spot for Spring, but in 2019 had to split time due to some small injuries. Though he was managing his time on the field, he still had an impressive stat line with a total of 1,767 yards and 23 total touchdowns. This dual-threat quarterback proved in 2019 he can do it all. Wayman Finley is the ultimate utility player for Eisenhower. I say that because he was voted Utility Player of the Year in his district last season. As a junior, Finley was the linebacker running back one-two punch that his team needed. Finley is going into his senior year in 2020 and will be leaned on in a tough 14 6 a district. Aldean's running back, Elijah Teamer, was a sophomore last season. He played in nine games for the Mustangs and had over 700 total yards. Teamer also had five touchdowns added to his stat line and only looks to make bigger waves in his junior and senior seasons. We are so excited that we get to highlight those great players on the gridiron. But do you know somebody from the high school sports scene that should be highlighted for what they're doing in the community? A player, coach, or team going that extra mile. Nominate them for a Chevy Spotlight. To nominate, go to IHSSChevySpotlight.com and stay tuned to our social media platforms all summer long to see if your nomination is featured. Now it's time for our Media Day segment, where we talk to coaches about their teams and their new district. Hey
0: there everyone, I have the head coach of Eisenhower, Eric Jackson on with me, Coach Jackson. How's it going and how does it feel to get your players back in the swing of things?
2: Uh, We're still working on it. Uh, We haven't started yet, we're gonna start June 15th. but my coaches, we're working real hard, making sure we get all the supplies together before we get started with having a meeting um, go over the things that we're supposed to do, to make sure we safe. But um, we're really excited to get started.
0: And, uh, you know, in 2019, your team just barely missed the playoffs as y'all were in a three-way tie for that third place spot. Um, talk a little bit about that team that you had and um, just kind of the season that your team taking together.
2: Well, last season was a little challenging because we had a lot of injuries and it, and it hurts us. And uh, um, we had a coaching change that hurts us also. But, you know, those things happen, those kids worked hard. Uh, the things that I was proud of is that we started like one and four, and, you know, because of the injuries and because of coaches and change, but those type of things happen and we tell our kids we're not going to never make excuses, we just going to keep working. The thing that I was proud of most is the second half of the season, we played really well, and we just missed out on the playoffs, and um, I was proud of them for that.
0: Um, Wayman Finley, uh, talk about the season that he put together last year and just kind of how he's become a leader of your team and just an all around uh, solid player for you at Ice Probably
2: one of the most, I've been at Ike for 10 years. He's probably one of the most complete football players we've had since we've been here. Um, he started ever since he was a 10th grade to play linebacker. And I knew he can play running back, but I wasn't as sure. He just came up to me one day and said, Coach, you know I can run the football, right? See so you know, I was like kind of skeptical. He said, yeah, I know I can run. So, we finally put him in there. He, he just led the way. And uh, he's been spectacular on both offense and defense. Can't ask no more about it. And as far as a leader, he's just a born leader.
0: You know, so last season you were in 16-6A that district moves now to 14-6A it might be one of the most competitive in the state as well Uh, you know talk about your district and some of the teams and the competition that you'll be seeing in the 2020 season
2: well the district is still the same it's just that the number changed from 16 to 14 and um, like you say it's real competitive Um, Westfield is probably the top dog in the district. I mean, they have one district ever since we've been here. So, you know, I know they lost some kids, but they go gonna still be number one until we can and somebody can unseat them. So, um, Decaney should be good, good friend of mine. Coach Williams, he got a good team over there. He got a lot of starters coming back, so they're be competitive. Spring with Coach Miller. He always have a well-rounded team, good schemes on both offense and defense. And plus, our teams in our district will be competitive too. Um, Davis High School, Coach Joseph, he's gonna go get those guys going over there. Um, Coach Simner does a good job with his kids, okay, and showing Coach Crawford. So I'm really excited about it, and I think it's gonna be a real hell of a district, Um, real competitive, and you just gotta come to play each and every night.
1: We now have a couple of messages from our sponsors.
3: Chevrolet Inside High School Sports is brought to you by your Houston-area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest dealer to test drive our award-winning products. The film session is presented by your local GEICO offices in Cypress, Katy, Spring, and Pearland. To get more information or a quote, go to geico.com houston. The Players on the Rise is presented by Grimaldi's Coal Brick Oven Pizzeria. Grimaldi's Pizzeria is open for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery. Visit Grimaldi'sPizzeria.com.
1: Welcome back to the campfire. 146A is going to be such a good district. Like I said, probably one of the best districts in all of high school sports in Texas. Really, I believe that. But there's still some questions, and we need to deep dive into it a little bit more. So now it's time for the district breakdown. We have Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris, who's going to give us more in-depth analysis of 14-6-A. Matt?
3: Thanks, Ashley. We're back with our 6-A coverage, and this week we're talking a little 14-6-A, a district that's a carbon copy of last year's 16-6-A. First up in our preview is the Aldean Mustang. There's plenty of work to do in 2020 if Aldean wants to be competitive. The Mustangs won just one game each of the last two seasons, and they failed to win a district game last season. The good news is Alden was a young team last season. They have some returning talent to potentially build on. Running back Jordy bina Venides is back for his third year varsity ball and will look to carry an offense that didn't score much last season. Aldine probably isn't ready to compete for a playoff spot, but look for the Mustangs to string together a few wins to build on for 2021. Across town, Aldine Davis was a little better at 3-7. The Falcons had no problems on offense, scoring more than 20 points in every game but one. The problem was an 0-5 finish to the season. There are questions to be answered on defense, but the Falcons should be better in 2020 after a young team had to adjust to a new coach in Scott Joseph last season. Talented junior Tylen Stevens takes over at quarterback after getting some looks last season, and I expect the Falcons to be just as good on offense in 2020 as they were in 2019. The question is, can Davis figure out the defensive side of the ball? After a playoff appearance in 2018, Aldine Eisenhower found itself on the losing end of a three-way tie for the final two playoff spots in 16-6A last season. The offense was the strength of the team a season ago as the Eagles scored more than 20 points in 8 out of 10 games. That offense will be the strength of the team again in 2020 with Xavier Pickens slotting in at running back and Jamarcus Martin out wide. The key to breaking through will go through the talent at the top. The Spring ISD schools dominated the district last season and one of them will likely need to slip up for someone else to get in. The school that slid into the final playoff spot behind the spring ISD schools last season was Aldine MacArthur. The generals got there by virtue of a head-to-head win against Eisenhower in a close game 32-29. Unlike the previous Aldine schools we've discussed, MacArthur makes its money on defense. They had one of the top linebacker units in the district last season, and the return of Maurice Woods should mean more of the same. The spring ISD schools will be the prohibitive favorites to slot into the playoffs again, but MacArthur and Eisenhower should absolutely be in the conversation as well. Meanwhile Nimitz will have some work to do. The Cougars went 3-7 last season with just one district win, and the bad news doesn't stop there. Nimitz graduated most of its meaningful talent from last year's squad and will have to rebuild in 2020. The good news about rebuilds is new faces will have a chance to come in and step up faces we've never seen. Those new faces could hold big potential, and we'll find out come August. That leaves me with the final three schools, the top three district finishers from last year. We'll start with Spring, who improved in its 2018 win total by three wins, but ended with the same result, a first-round playoff exit. Spring finished the regular season on a six-game win streak before a tough first-round matchup against the Woodlands that resulted in a 17-0 loss. The Lions return a duo of brothers, that's four people in total, at key positions. Alden Bradley holds down the quarterback spot, while his brother Caden doubles as a running back and an occasional wideout. Quarterback Bishop Davenport sees time at the spot as well, and his brother Bailey is a wide receiver on the team. In one game last year, each set of brothers threw a touchdown to their brother, something I thought was pretty awesome being a twin myself. Regardless, the offensive firepower is definitely back at spring. I wouldn't be surprised to see them challenge for a district title, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them advance past the first round either. Spring to Caney was one of the two benefactors of the three-way tie for the 3rd and 4th playoff spots last season. It was a needed bounce back from a 5-5 five five season in 2018 that saw them miss the playoffs. But the defense will be the strength once again as Kavon Garcia, Jeremiah Merritt, and Jaden Robertson are all back to leading unit that held its opponents under 20 points in five games last season. The offense returns one of the top tight end targets in the state in Varkey's Gums, in addition to what they have coming back on defense. With all the returning talent, I see no problem for DeCaney to make it back to the playoffs. That leaves us to close it out with last year's district champs, the Westfield Mustangs. Westfield is losing a lot from a wildly successful 2019 squad that made an appearance in the state semi-finals. All-star linebacker Dylan Peavy is gone, and so too is Belcal Kendall Taylor. New leaders will need to step up on each side of the ball, but the defense still looks very promising, even in Peavy's absence. Jaden Perkins and Ashton Harris are back to lead a unit that allowed more than 20 points just four times in 15 games. As we do every week, we close with my player and team to watch and I'm gonna take a different approach than I normally do for both. My team to watch is split between Eisenhower and MacArthur. I think those two are most ready to assume a playoff spot behind the three spring ISC schools, all of whom I believe will grab a spot. I'm interested to see how the race shakes out this season because it was so close last season. My players to watch are the quartet of twins at spring. The Lions close the season by splitting time between two talented quarterbacks, always a good problem to have. Alden Bradley and Bishop Davenport are more than capable signal callers, and I'm interested to see how the two are used this season. On the flip side, Caden Bradley and Bailey Davenport will be perfect weapons at other offensive skill positions for whomever is throwing the rock around or handing it off. That, and I'll admit, maybe a little bias. I have a twin and a little brother, so I can relate to these four. That's all I have for this week. Back to you, Ashley.
1: That, great insight as always. That's all we have for this week's episode of The Campfire. Come back every Monday for a new show. But throughout the week, follow our social media accounts. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That'll be bringing you original content, all focused on 14.6a. Until next time, I'm Ashley Bullington. And thank you for watching The Campfire.